because of lack of time on the verse or verses that I want to um, bring to us. It's verses, chapter 4, verse 7 and verse 8. Verse 7 and verse 8. If, if the media ministry can, 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 can lift it up to verse 7 and verse 8, I would greatly appreciate it. This is the focus of, 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 of the message today. I don't say this often, but I'm going to say this today. If you get this truth, it has the potential to change your life. If you get this singular truth, you begin to know that there's a sense that you are greater than what you think you are. Not based on you, but based on what he has done. Let's read. Yet grace, God's unmerited favor was given to each of us individually, not indiscriminately, in different ways, in proportion to the measure of Christ's rich, bountiful gift. Therefore, it is said when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive. He led a train, a train of vanished falls, and he bestowed gifts on to men. That's it. That's it. Father, even now in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, give utterance, clarity of speech. Allow me to make clear what you are showing, what you are saying. Even now, even now, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Let me explain what Paul was doing in this verse because unless you pay close attention, you will miss the emphasis, the principles, the meaning of what he's talking about. He takes us back to the scene of war, perhaps David and Israel, and, and he is saying that, that remember, remember what used to happen. Re, remember the, the edict that God has said that whenever Israel went out to battle and they defeated Defeated their enemy. Now, Israel is the army of God. They are the church of the Old Testament. We are the church of the New Testament. David is a type of Christ before Christ because Jesus comes through his bloodline. So, David is the picture. Let, let me explain in 1 Samuel, I believe, chapter 13. David is running from Saul, but he got these guys that are around him and they went out to war but during that war they didn't leave nobody at home to take care of home and while they are away the Amalekites have come and stolen their wives and all their good and all their kids and you remember the verse where it said David had to encourage himself 
And David encouraged himself and prayed to the Lord. And the Lord said, go get him. And he went and got him. And, and he got back everything that the enemy had taken and more. The more is spoils. He took what they had now. He destroyed everybody but 400 young men who got away on camera. But he took their gold. He took their silver. He took their fine linen. If they had diamonds and rubies, he took everything. That is what Paul is alluding to. But even before, even before David, God said to Moses, Moses, Whenever y'all win a war and there are spoils, don't just let the warriors who fought get a gift. When you come back, give gifts to everybody. Oh, y'all got to hear this. Y'all got to see this. Y'all got to see this. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Why is he taking a physical application and making a spiritual application out of it. What, what, what is the meaning of, of this, van, this, this, this foe that, that is, is in his train, David's train, and as they come in, the soldiers are throwing gifts. As a matter of fact, in, in, in 1 Samuel, David, when he's talking, when he comes back and they win over the Amalekites, the ones who fought with him because some got tired and couldn't fight, they said, they don't get nothing. David said, oh, yes, they do. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. He said, even though we fought and they stayed back, he said, when we win, we all win. And watch this. And everybody get a trophy of the victory that God has given us. It is a evidence that God has won this thing and the enemy has been defeated. Uh, Y'all don't hear me yet. But let me share with you. God will set you up in a place where, where, where you think that 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 you missed something or, or you preferred it to be someplace else. And this week, I, I was in a situation where I had to ride in a car with this man because my car was blocked and we had to go someplace, know him, but didn't know him that deep. And I, I was thinking, man, I wish I could have got my car, but we got to go, got to get in this car and ride with him. He's not a member of this church. He, it, was, it was someplace that we was at. And I thought that, that it was, you know, but it was God. And in that instant, in the car, he started sharing his life story. He's somewhere like in his, his later 60s. He, uh, God has blessed him. He's a deacon at another church. He's a godly man. I got great respect for him. And he said, he said Red, let me tell you what turned my life around. And all of a sudden, I knew that this was a holy time. And he was speaking from his heart. He said, he said, as a kid, there was this mean old lady who sat on the porch three houses from my house. He said, he said, she, he said she was mean. He said, he said, he said, you know, he said, he said, you will walk by and you better speak to her. But she just, uh, 
grunted at you. He said, he said, he said, matter of fact, he said, he said, said, we couldn't play with her kids because she thought her kids was better than us. See, see, she had already paid for her house. And for an African-American, that was, back then, that was saying something. And everybody else was renting or something else. So, so her nose was up in the He said, he said, matter of fact, he said, if you did anything wrong, she just wouldn't call your parents. She walked down the street to your house. <laughs> and tell on you. And he said, the reason why she was mean is you had a sense that she thought she was better than others. You, you better say, hi, missus. And she is. <laughs> he said one day he, he was walking past her house and she literally came off her porch to the gates and said, hey, and knew his name. And, called, and he thought, I'm in trouble now. <laughs> and he said the words that came out of her mouth changed the trajectory of his life because what she began to say was, I've been watching you. I see something in you. You are a great young man. You have grown up to be something else. Your life is going to be successful. I see something in you. He did this. Listen, listen, I'm looking at him as he is retelling the story, and it's almost as though he is lost in his memory. And this is what he told me. He said, I walked away from her thinking, I'm going to be somebody. Uh, 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 there's something that she sees, and she sees something in me. There must be something in me. And if she thinks I'm going to be successful and I'm a great young man, I must be a great young man. Listen, listen he is self-talking as he walked away from her because apparently that is not what he thought about himself before that encounter. Listen, he said, from that point forward, listen, I'm watching him, and, and God said, listen closely because there's a message in his story. He said, from that point forward, he said, every decision I made, I made sure it was a decision to help me become what she said she saw in me. When we say that words give life, when we say that words can mean that, listen, I have sat with kids that were hell-bent on destroying their own life because of what somebody said, what somebody did. Listen, all of us are where we're at by being affected by what has happened to us, what somebody has said about us, what's good, bad, indifference. Our past has affected our now. Listen to what I'm saying. When I look at this text, what God is saying is, if you are in Christ Jesus, Christ has placed something 
in you that is more than you. That, that, that whatever this gift, it's not just a talent. No, it, it, it's the essence of who you are. Your, 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 your DNA has changed. You have a spiritual glory in you that God is trying to bring out of you. And watch this. And the devil can't do nothing about it. But watch this, watch this, watch this. Remember that apple hair last week? I beat that apple. I had apple juice on my hands. Yeah, some of y'all don't know, but I had an apple, and I beat that apple right there, and I beat only the flesh of that apple, but I could not get to its core. See, see, you might have been beat on, talked about, Scott lied on, abused, arrested. Listen, the devil could only touch your flesh. He did not touch your soul. He did not touch your soul. Well, no, 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 no. Think with me. Which means then we are not what happened to us. We are not what somebody said about us. And, and if we look back over our life, Many of us have lived a life with a downward trajectory. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. If I drop this, listen, listen, we, we, we sit between two poles. The devil has come to steal, kill, and destroy. He's a, he's, he's a thief. My question to you and the question I ask is, Lord, what is it that he has come to steal, kill, and destroy of the Christian because he can't steal our salvation if you really say? Then, then what is he trying to steal? Your future purpose. Do I need to say that again? If he can stop you from being the glory that God wants you to be for God's namesake. That's what he's doing. Many of us, let me, let me help you. Just because you say, that's not the end of the story. That's the beginning of the story. God didn't just save you for you to sit there. He saved you because he knows what he has in you and he's bringing up out of you what you don't even know is in you. This gift that he's talking about is not just salvation. He said, no, a gift you open up. A gift is a present. He gave it to you, and God wants to unwrap what he has in you so he can show you off to everybody else. Your gift may not be the same as my gift, but you're gifted. There's something, and all that I can say is there is his glory in you, but the flesh is covering it up. And if we stay bound by our negative thinking, the glory that is in us will never come out. And the devil has many of us bound in our thinking because we don't believe what God is saying about it. Let me show you why this is so important. If there was gold coins and gold trinkets and gold vessels, and every time you looked at that gold vessel, what it did, number one, was say, we were victorious. Notice what I didn't say. 
I didn't say they were victorious. I said we. See, see, I don't do like some of us, those, 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 those folks down there at New Mission, and you remember. No, it's, 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 we're, we're part of the church. We're of the body of Christ. His victory is our victory. We're already victorious. The devil's already defeated. He may mess with my stuff, but he can't touch my soul. He, he, may, he may call me physical harm, but he can't tr- touch the treasure that's on the inside because Christ got his hands around my soul. Let me prove it to you. Uh, 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 you have you considered, notice, that it's not the devil who brings up Job. It's God that brings up Job. And the reason why God brings up Job because the devil thought that, that there's no human being that would trust God like that. So God said, have you tried to, have you been looking at my servant, Joe? Don't you see how he prays me every morning? Don't you, don't you see how he prays to me every afternoon? Did you see how he watches what he does? Did, did you see how he loves him some of me? Yeah, yeah, that's God talk. That's God talk. Oh, yeah, yeah. He loves him some of me. And the devil kind of frowned up because it reminds him of his defeat. You know why he don't want you holding on to your integrity in, high, in, in hard times? Because it reminds him of his defeat. Listen, listen. If, 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 if David was to take that, that defeated, that the, the, the vanished train of falls in David, and, and he showed them, I got your gold rings. I got your horse and your camel. You know what it would remind them of? Their defeat. So guess what happens when we choose to be used of God? When we praise him and we use our gift in the church, it reminds the devil that he's defeated. Now, now, hold on, there's this, 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 this two things. Notice one, number one, it reminds us of our victory. It reminds the devil of his defeat. And it gives glory to the one who gave you the gift. That's why you can't take credit for what God has given you. That, 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 that's, why, that's why you can't act like you better than anybody else. Because it's not something that you gave yourself. God gave it to you. And that's why you can't sit down on God because somebody made you mad. The devil is in the church to make you mad, to make you sit down on your gift. Do y'all see this? Our victory, I believe, is in our praise and in being used by God. I, I, believe that, I believe that the more we use what God has given us in the way he wants to give, the more glory God gets and the more he allows us to use it. I think that some of us is not. Where is your trajectory? And what I mean by that is, where are you looking? When you look at yourself, do you see yourself higher than where you are? Do you see beyond where you're at? Are you still looking at what happened to you 
and allow your past to affect your future. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Some of our trajectory is, you know why I can't move forward? Because I don't see nothing before me. Let me give you another one. Some of our trajectory is, it's not as bad as immediate, but it still was downward. Listen, does it matter if, if the devil's still for me here? Are still. Watch this. As long as I don't know who I am, and as long as you don't know who you are, you're capable of getting in a chicken fight. Well, let me ask. Kitty, what? Someone give me a chicken gobble. I'll put the chicken up. <laughs> Anybody? What? One of the kids. What y'all? What chicken sound like? That's <laughs> no, whatever it is don't sound good, does it? Okay. Watch this. Watch this. If you clucking, why should I cluck with you? Uh, I, I'm an eagle. Why should I come down and cluck with the chickens? But when you gossiping, when you are. When you, are, when you gossip, guess what you're doing? When you, when you, when you get in a battle with somebody that, that, that's not being who they are, guess what you're doing? Every time we make a decision, blow who we are. We are not allowing the glory in us to come out of us and instead of being who we are. Watch this, watch this, watch this. My sons, though, people say he don't look like me, is a part of me. He has my DNA inside of him. I don't care what he do or where he goes. If you test his chromosome and his blood, you will find out that I'm his dad. He, he may not always act like my son, but, but it's not about how he acts, it's about who he is. He can't escape me if he wants to. He's been marked by me. A part of me is in him. And regardless how much he may get mad at me and say, I don't want him to be, I'm still his dad. I'm going to be his dad till I die. Then after I die, I'm still his dad. Guess what? I got a heavenly father. And you got his spiritual DNA. That, that in Ephesians chapter 4 says, we've been recreated after his righteousness and holiness. When God said, I don't care what it looks like right now, you got my DNA. And guess what? There's nothing that the devil can do about it. Listen, when you know that, when you know that, the silly stuff bounces right off of you. I was watching, I, I, I was watching a commercial, and they got this new series that's coming up, and it's called Supergirl. And the amazing thing was, it's based off of Superman. 
And the amazing thing about those super people is that you can shoot at them and the bullets bounce right. <laughs> you see the sparks, but it don't make no impact. You know what happens? When you begin to really see that God got a purpose before you, beyond where you are, and you have yielded yourself to him. Folks will try to get in a chicken fight with you, and you just, hey, y'all, 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 somebody didn't see that. That was too quick for somebody. You know, you know, with an ego, his wings can be seven to eight to nine feet. So all it takes for him is just one. And, 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 and he will mount up with wings of ego. He, now listen, he don't have to flap twice because a chicken go like this of ego. <laughs> a chicken may get three feet off the way, but an eagle go like this, and he's already 12, 20 feet up in the air. to the church of Ephesus. And he starts off where we need to start off. And he starts off with this. He said, I pray that God will grant you the spirit of revelation. He said, he said, he said the first revelation you got to see is Christ. So until you see Christ, you can't see you. That's why I don't understand folks who try to say who they are and they don't know Christ because you don't know who you are until you talk to the maker of who you are. I mean, this piano may say, I'm not a piano, I'm a car. Now, that piano don't make a very good car. Why? Because the creator of that piano made it to be a musical instrument and made it to be a piano. But wonder if it came alive and said, I'm tired of being a piano. I want to be a car. Just because it want to be a car, does that make it a? Then why are we going around not knowing who God has made us to be and then taking on an identity that is not yours to take on? Well, why are we allowing somebody else to define who we are. Don't let your feelings, your experience, what somebody said, what somebody did, what happened to you, don't let the flesh on the outside determine what God has placed in your spirit on the inside. Hallelujah. The gift is on the inside. The gift, God has to bring it out. That he may give unto you a spirit of wisdom, knowing what to do with the revelation, the insight of the mystery. It's a you are a secret to yourself. You can't even see all that God has for you. But notice, it don't. It's not me. Eastern religion would teach you to empty yourself. Go inside of yourself 
defy yourself. You're still looking at the flesh. Because unless God shows you what's in your spirit, you still don't see what's there. Look, look, the spirit of revelation in the deep, intimate, watch this. I will always see the amount of me that I see of him. If I have a not religion, if I have a surface relationship with Jesus, he is not going to show me the deep things about me. He will only trust you and I with the knowledge and revelation with what he can trust us with. Uh, can I step into that? See, what time is? What time, what time is? Okay. Okay. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. He will only take me to my point of obedience. Because, because when he showed me what I ought to do and I don't do, I get stuck right there. If I don't forgive, I'm stuck. If I'm not obedient, I'm stuck. If, if, if I quit listening, I'm stuck. My question is, aren't you tired of being stuck? Don't you want to see what God has in you? And as long as you got breath in your body, there is something more inside of you. Apostle Paul, we, we think that he, and I believe he's the greatest Christian that ever lived. He wrote most of the New Testament. He traveled, preached the gospel all over, brilliant and all of that. But here, Paul, you have him in Philippians chapter 3, and he starts off just like this prayer. He says, that I may know him, that I may be intimate in him, that I may know the fellowship of it. He said, I, I love Christ so much, I want to know what it felt like for him to go on the cross. He's, he, said, he, said, he said, I want to identify. I want to know what he, what he took for me so I can love him even more. I, I want to know because, because I, I'm close, but I ain't close enough. I'm in love, but I ain't in love enough. I know him, but I want to know him even more. He means just that much to me. That's, that's, that's Paul, that's Paul. He said, he said, he said, he said, he said I am determined. I, 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 I got a purpose. He said, I, I want to understand the wonders of his person more strongly, more clearly. He said, that's my one desire. David says, that's my one desire. Moses said, I want to see his glory. Now, what happens is, the more you desire to see him, the more he brings up out of you. I got to say this. Some of us ain't hungry enough. Well, we're not willing to, to give to him any more than what he already got. So God ain't going to show you no more what you ought to be. Go on, let's go on. Come on, let's watch this. Verse 12. He said, he said, he said, therefore, he said, I press. I press forward towards what he has called me to be. He said, I see something more in me that I have not yet become. I see a, a, a deeper, a stronger, a, a more glorious me in Christ. So I, know, I, 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 I know that y'all think I'm something, 
but you haven't seen nothing yet. <laughs> I, I know y'all think that I'm anointed, but you haven't seen nothing yet. I know you think that God is using me for his glory, but, but you know what? I, I see more glory because he's showing me I haven't reached the zenith for who I am. So, so what I do is I forget the past. I forgive the past. I let go of the past. And I press towards the me in front of me because I want all of God's glory to come out of me. He's not, this principle is not just for Paul. It's for every, well, now watch this, watch this. Which means then, I and you can't be stuck on the path when we're looking at the future. You can't, you, you, you can't be stuck. You can't allow. There is an exchange system and when I give God what's in my hand, he'll put something more in my yes, hand. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. See? Look, I want more of him. You see? I want to get deeper with him. I want him to show my future. But the problem is my hands is already full. And I'm asking him to give me more. But he wants me to let go of what I'm holding on to. The problem is, I like this about me. The problem is, there's some things I don't want to let go of. But I want him to give me more of what I really am and show me who I am in Christ Jesus. But he's demanding me to let go of what I'm holding on to. He said, you can't have that in me too. Uh, see, I'm saved, but, but there's no glory in me. Uh, I, I want to shine, but when folks meet me, they don't meet Christ, they meet me. The problem is, is that I'm holding on to things, and I, watch this, and I know he's telling me. Show me the glory and your purpose and your calling in me when you let go of you. When you become empty in you, let go of what you think you need about you, then I'll show you more. I won't show you till you let go. And I hate to say it, there's a whole lot of Christians who are still holding on and whatever it is, is blocking you from becoming you. Listen, what, 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 what I didn't understand is this what I'm holding to is a plot from Satan. He set this up in my life to keep me from becoming what God has called me to be. And watch this, watch this, and watch this. If God wasn't able to bring up out of me his glory through this, he would not allow it to happen. Oh, y'all don't hear me? Listen, listen, listen. The greater glory of God is that the devil can do his worst 
and still God can bring up out of me everything that he had put in me. Yeah, there's something that they, they didn't hear. Let me say, there should be some more shouting in that. He will allow the devil to do his worst with the outside of you, but he won't let the devil touch your soul where the gift is at. And even through him doing his worst on the outside, God is able to bring up out of you more glory than... Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. The more you've been through, the more God will lift you up. The greater the pain, the greater the glory. The, the, the more the hurt, the more the anointing. When the devil tried real hard from your childhood to kill you, you ought to give God a shout because there must be something in you that the devil is afraid of. And if you ever get turned loose by the Holy Ghost, you're going to tear the devil's kingdom up. Ephesians 3, 20 and 21. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Watch this. Now, on the hymn, in consequence of the action of his own power. Oh, y'all don't hear me. And now, that's what he's saying. He says, I'm going to release my power in you to bring up out of. There's a new song, and I think it's called Worth. And it says a statement, and I know this, but it really says, he said, I see so much worth in you that I died for you to bring up out of you what I placed in you. Listen, I turn to your next he died, he died for you, for you. To, bring up out of you to bring up out of you what he placed, what he placed. and saw inside of you. He saw it was, had so much worth. He saw that it had so much worth that he died to bring it up out of you. What in the world is in you that he died to bring it up out of you? What in the world is inside of you that he died? I'm sitting in this car, and this man is saying, it changed the trajectory of my life that this woman saw something in me that I did not see in myself. He said, instead of going downward, I started going upward. Every decision I made, I said, I am somebody because that mean old lady saw something in me. And if she saw something in me, I must be somebody. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Now notice that, that he didn't say his mama, he didn't say his daddy. He said, a mean old lady who sat on the porch and made fun and got everybody in trouble stopped one day, came off the, you know what I think? I think God knew what he needed 
to speak into him what he needed. What is God speaking inside of you? What voice are you listening to? That's what he says. In spite of our past, in, in spite of whatever happened, my story. I, if it didn't happen to me, I wouldn't believe it. But I got about three different stories. I got a story of, of how bad I was. I got another story after he saved me and then the demonic stuff that happened. I got another, and I, 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 sometimes I said, I don't. And someone told me the story of my life and it wasn't my life, I would believe it. I would call him a bold-faced liar to their face. I want to call my own self a bold-faced liar, but I know it happened because I don't live this myself. Listen, since he kept me, he must have something in me. Since he kept you, he must have something in you. Now, only him. Only him. Who is able by his action, by his power, by his working on the inside to bring up out of you what he has placed in you. He's able to do it exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or imagine. The glory in you is above what you can pray or imagine if you let him bring it up. Give God some praise. That to your neighbor. It's in you. It's in you. The devil is trying everything he can to keep you stuck. He can't take your salvation, but he's trying to dumb down the glory. So he has come to steal, kill, and destroy the inherent glory that is already in you. And it comes out by us trusting God beyond any and every. Now, I think your hair's shining too much, man. <laughs> Blinding some folks back there, man. They may see Jesus in the shining of your head, man. Don't shine like that, man. Somebody may be convinced that your God is real. Somebody may see the glory and say, I want to be like him. 
Somebody may, may, may accidentally trip up and talk to you and ask you why you got joy, why you got peace, why, 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 why you walk around with a bounce in your step, why, why you got a smile on your face. Matter of fact, somebody may, may see the love of Jesus in you and ask you what's different about you, and you may tell them about your Jesus, and they may get, 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 get saved. So, no, don't shine. But God has said, no, 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 no. Shine on. Shine on. Shine on. Shine on. Shine on. Shine on, church. Shine on. Shine on. My fact, the devil should have never let me get saved. I ran with him tough. I used to sing that song with Judas Priest. Rocks out, running with the devil. I ain't running with the devil no more. I'm running with Jesus Christ. And I'm gonna shine for his glory. 21, and we finish. We finish. Watch this. In the Message Bible, it says this. Verse 21. It says, it says, it says. Glory to God in Christ Jesus. Glory in the church. Glory in the generation. Glory forever. See, that is the Amplify, but the Message Bible breaks that glory down in each one. To him be glory in Christ Jesus. We know he was glorified in Christ Jesus. But it says glory in the church. The, you, know, you, know, you know, when we come together, you know what we ought to see? God's glory. I ought to see God's glory in you. We're the church, ain't we? So we're full of his glory. So when we come in here, we ought to see his glory. Now, that's a glory in the generation. That means we don't stay in here. We go out of here so that our generation will see his glory in us. Oh, y'all, 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 watch this. Listen, glory forever and ever. That means that you haven't seen nothing yet. That means that the glory that you shine forth with now on the end. I got this flashlight that I can turn up the intensity of his light. I can turn it up. I can turn it down. They got a new saying that I'm going to use. Turn down for what? I don't see no reason to turn it down. Matter of fact, turn it up. Turn it up. Tell your neighbor, turn it up. Turn it up. Turn it up. Don't turn it down. Turn it up. Your life 
is that his glory will be released through you. The purpose, see, 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 it may come to you differently, but the end result is his glory. He's already victorious. He already won. The devil is defeated, and, and your gifting and the glory in you bear evidence that we have already won. Glory in Christ Jesus. Glory in the church. Glory in our generation. Glory at home. Glory in the workplace. Glory at school. Glory all over the place. Glory, 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 glory. Give God some praise. God has placed in you more than what you can ever imagine. But you got to increase your faith. You got to believe him at his word. You got to believe him above every and anything else. That you are an instrument of his glory through Christ Jesus. But you got to know Jesus for yourself. You need to be hooked up with some eagles that will encourage you. That's what church is for. That we may act to one another. That we may call to one another, provoke one another to shine for Jesus. If you're here today and God is calling you, come Let's trust him together. Let's walk with him together. Let's soar together. If you're here, they will pray with you. They will talk with you. If you're here, come. Trust him.